Welcome to this special edition of Transcript Radio. I'm Mike Lovins from ODOT's Central Office Communications team, and I'll be your host. We continue our four-part series led by Director Marchbanks on the four pillars of ODOT's strategic advance. So let's get this show on the road. ODOT leadership from around the state developed four pillars by which we will advance the department. And with these four pillars come brand new objectives that we call our strategic advance. They are confident the strategy will better position ODOT to meet the present and future needs of Ohioans. The four pillars themselves are safe, accessible, well-maintained, and positioned for the future benefit of Ohio. We continue on with Pillar 2, which is Accessible. Here is ODOT Director Jack Marchbanks to talk about how accessible transportation is important for Ohio and its citizens. So I see planning is putting together a working group to identify and come up with mobility solutions. So can you talk about why this is important for ODOT? It is important for ODOT because we need to envision ourselves to you know, fully realize uh, our mission the safe and easy movement of people and goods from place to place. Let's talk, mobility is pretty much about people. So if our primary means of getting about here in the Buckeye State is our highway system, how can we make it more accessible while keeping it safe for those people who need to uh, make trips? So we're looking at how we overachieve when it comes to accommodating the requirements of the Americans with Disabilities Act. We did an inventory uh, a couple of years ago, and kudos to Lauren Purdy and her team and all the district personnel who inventoried all of our uh, intersections and uh, figured out, are these accessible for people uh, who use wheelchairs? Uh, Are they accessible for people who might be hearing impaired or vision impaired? And we are stepping through, we're going through a punch list of how we make these key roadway intersections, crosswalks, accessible in a safe manner to those people who might be challenged. So that's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is that we have to view ourselves as multimodal. We just don't serve people who drive cars. We, in fact, have a system upon which buses travel. And how do we make that bus network more comprehensive. We are a secondary partner when it comes to transit, but we do pass through dollars to rural transit systems and we cooperate with the major metropolitan transit systems. So we have to envision ourselves as multimodal in order to have a system that's accessible. It just can't be monomodal when it comes to accommodating combustion and electric vehicles. So the next one's a two-parter. So first, what's the vision for Mobility Ohio? And then how will autonomous and connected vehicles play in supporting that? Hmm. All right. True story. Uh, One of the first things we did when the DeWine Houston administration uh, came into office back in 2019, after we got our budget passed, uh, was to meet with the 
human services providers, Medicaid, Medicare, uh, the Ohio Department of Aging, the Department of Developmental Disabilities, and uh, of course, the Ohio Department of Jobs and Family Services. What Chuck Dyer and his team have pointed out is that there is over $500 million spent every year by these wraparound service agencies for the purposes of non-emergency medical trips. In other words, these are trips that are not ambulance-based. They're, they're uh, on-demand buses, they're door-to-door, uh, sometimes they're short routes, and they're extremely inefficient. So the Ohio Department of Transportation is the subject matter expert for transportation for all of the uh, cabinet agencies. So we basically convened them and said, can we do this more efficiently? Is there a way we can use technology, use what we know now so we don't have this massively inefficient system that can result in somebody who has a disability who works at Kroger's not being able to get to their job on time and thereby losing their job uh, because of their inefficient bus service uh, or, or transit services. And there are dozens, dozens of independent contractors who provide these services. So Mobility Ohio is a collaboration between Ohio state agencies that fund human service transportation. It proposes a pilot regional transportation resource center, a one-stop hub where clients and customers can conveniently schedule trips by phone or online. The goal is to improve safety, availability, and quality of transportation for older adults, people with disabilities, and those with lower incomes. And if I may segue into the second, second half of this, a lot of these trips are in Appalachian, Ohio. Uh, what we will provide uh, uh, to the people listening to this podcast, Michael, is a link to uh, Drive Ohio, uh, Drive Ohio's pilot project, the automated driving systems, and we're testing automated trucks and vans in rural Ohio. And we want to demonstrate how connected and automated semi-trucks and vans can improve safety for drivers and passengers and travelers in rural settings. So it's a daunting challenge. It's one of the, uh, I think, one of the only ones in the entire United States. We received, we received a federal grant uh, to prove this test case. So we have 32 Appalachian counties in Ohio, and we are uh, actually uh, piloting uh, out of Athens, Ohio, uh, our first automated route where you are looking at, of course, a driver being present, but programmed route where it would go to medical provider, uh, to a pharmacy, to a grocery store, to a walking path, uh, all these things that uh, people need to stay in good health and to have a high quality of life. So that's what Mobility Ohio is. We are in the process of establishing a memorandum of understanding with those human services agencies that I mentioned at the outset of this uh, question. And we're excited about actually having an agreement to move forward here this upcoming summer. So moving on from mobility access, let's talk about data access. So ODOT produces a lot of data that is important for our transportation partners and for the public to have access to. With this objective, how will this data be housed? That is a good question. And Charles Ash, uh, who is our chief Information Technology Officer, our CIO, he is leading 
part of a strategic advance uh, group that is looking into this. You know, we held a strategic advance in November of November 15th of 2021. And one of the initiatives is determining how do you manage this data with privacy issues, with all the uh, social concerns about data, personal data, and of course, people being concerned about being tracked in their vehicles. But, you know, we have many data sets, many partners, uh, and uh, each of these relationships can generate different solutions. One of the successes at uh, Ohio Department of Transportation has been our TIMS, or Transportation Information Management System. This is a website that allows anyone to see a vast array of ODOT's data and look at it in various ways, from traffic levels to environmental information, and over the next and the next four years of projects planned on our system. Currently, there are over 100, yeah, 100 data sets in the TIMS system. And again, we are moving forward with uh, this new technology uh, group in terms of managing, uh, as what Charles calls it, big data, uh, that massive flow of data that's flowing into our transportation system and looking at ways to improve data sharing beyond TIMS. So that's going to do it for this portion of the conversation. Tune in next week where we talk about Pillar 3, Well-Maintained. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe on your chosen podcast platform and never miss where these roads take us next. Be sure to visit transportation.ohio.gov for all things ODOT and know before you go by visiting ogo.com for traffic updates. That's O-H-G-O dot com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, email me at michael.lovins at dot ohio dot gov.